0: It is so well defined so we what we have it. to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do all right. What do the five fingers say to the face? Slap, <laughs> slap. Uh welcome everyone. It's Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London podcast, another podcast off-season. Get your mind off
1: of constant Will Smith coverage. Uh, so- well,
0: it apparently he he gave him a concussion. That's how hard uh he hit a, he hit Chris Rock so hard. He gave himself a concussion, like the movie concussion. Um, just think of all the crappy Will Smith movies he's been in. Um. So all of that uh, violence going on, but we got the off season. Lots of things here. NFL in London. Uh, one good thing. The the big thing. We'll start off is that the Jacksonville Jaguars have announced uh, for three years they'll be coming here. Uh, so we got three years of Jacksonville at Wembley. Um, well, I know you know a lot of people were hoping uh that would go to tottenham i think wembley and jacksonville have their own little deal well they should
1: they should keep it the same place it would make for continuity's sake then it feels like a home field advantage if you're always switching from tottenham to wembley yeah make it your home. make it your home
0: field i think for nfl fans though there's there's a more marked difference between tottenham and wembley in terms of the experience um i used to remember going to the early days of wembley because i was thinking about that today like when the first games i used to go to when i first moved to the uk and there was nothing around Wembley. Like it was stabby, stabber-tim and chip shops. Yeah. Uh, and then after a few years, I remember there was like right near a Curry's, there was right near it. And there was like a, a 400-seater Indian buffet. And I remember going after the games and this, the, the guy who ran it was like, there was no, no one was eating, but everyone was drinking beer. And the guy thought he won the lottery. Um, he's like, does this happen? Is the NFL all the time? No, yeah. no it's not. Um, but you know- Even my I think, beer was so popular. The area around Wembley has been built up quite a bit lately. You know, obviously things have changed. The tailgating, which I think that they were hoping to do. We've we've looked at doing tailgating this year around Tottenham, but there's no real room for it. So, First of
1: all, Britain is just one giant tailgate party anyway, right? Just drink into the streets, yeah. (laughs) Drink on the street anyway. You're always in a tailgate. I'm I'm literally going out at nine in the morning. I'm watching people with a drink in their hands walking down the street. It's it's, There's no point in tailgating because you're like, oh, what? So what, we're going to drink in a parking lot? So we can fucking do that anywhere.
0: Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's having that sort of, you know, revelry uh, that we have in sort of a tailgating party. I mean, I've been to tailgate parties across the U.S., San Diego, some of the best ones. But I think, you know, having that experience here, getting a parking lot, you know, some tunes, some food, barbecue, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it would be fun. Uh, we'll look at it this year. But Jaguars, obviously, um, you know, see how they do. Every year, London fans are like, ah, this is the year that maybe they'll kill 500. And they still haven't done
1: that. Well, they're going to be better. Like I said, they spent so much on weapons. Uh, we keep saying you're... that though. We keep well, saying no, that. I'm saying they have to be like, first, <laughs> there's a few things they're going to have to be. They're probably, if, you know, if they're smart, I would draft, if you had the number one spot, either trade out of it, if you can get a couple mm-hmm. more picks, but get an offensive lineman. You have to protect Trevor Lawrence. It's like what all the people do, like what the Jets are trying to do now, what, uh, the Dolphins what the Bills did it's mm-hmm. get the offensive line sorted get get them some weapons and then just let them get better so we, I, we should see a much more exciting Trevor Lawrence and if he's because he was supposed to just be walking in rookie of the year and he yeah. just, he's been a massive but you but then when you read about Urban Meyer not knowing who Aaron Donald is yeah it's like well of course he had a terrible
0: year Who's that number 12 there on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He seems to be doing pretty good. Wait, uh, we failed Tom French. Brady. <laughs> yeah. you failed your French class, but I hired you that Spanish too there. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: pretty much what he was working with.
0: But the problem, I mean, there's, but the problem with Jacksonville, it's a continuous cycle of, oh, we get this and this will help. And we get this and this will help. I mean, and then you oh. get rid of top guys. I mean, England's, we talked about it in the last England's- podcast. They England's can...
1: used to that type of misery with certain things. And they're like, listen, let's get, them a, let's get them a plucky underdog that they can nurture and build up. That's kind of what they're hoping for. So basically, yeah. given the Jacksonville, brothers, they've, they've got that nice kind of feel to them,
0: England feel to them. They they have, I mean, there's got got of a lot of talent. They got rid of DJ Chark, obviously we talked about going. James Robinson, who was great last year as a running back. Um, there's a lot of talent, but it just seems to be, oh man, it's all over the place. So Let's see what happens with the Jaguars. It's our it's our England home team. Eventually, they're just going to give them to us and just say, here you go. Uh, Even though the they are
1: technically our like, home team, I can't bring myself to cheer for them.
0: No, I can't. When, uh, when, they, when they played well in the AFC, I, I, Maybe have, if I, I got a Jacksonville the- jer- jer- uh, shirt from Sainsbury's. Uh,
1: Maybe if I went to the game and everyone was going nuts and it was like, you know, like Bills Mafia, but Jack. Who are styled everyone was a jag so i could get into the mob mentality part of it but there's not even mob mentality because you see like nine thousand different jerseys of every different team so it doesn't
0: yeah no that is that is a sort of uh, the beauty of the london games that you do have everyone in different jerseys it's like go to watch
1: golf right where you just cheer for everyone you're just clapping for everyone i
0: love sports all right mostly golf <laughs> you're, just, you're just happy you got in because you paid 1500 a ticket to be in there yeah exactly. the good thing uh for the games this year i'm hoping we might get snoop dog over this year because his nephew was signed by the Packers, uh, cornerback, Kelsey and Nixon. Excellent. And since they're coming to play, maybe Snoop Dogg will come over to watch his ne- nephew play in London. That would be awesome.
1: Um, maybe. So- I'm sure yeah. he'll probably go watch him in America other than come all you, the way. Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> Uh, but you know it'll be interesting to see if uh, if Aaron Rodgers. It'd be funny if Aaron Rodgers, like the London game, he's like, nah, send Jordan Love. I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> um, big news, I guess. We'll, we'll go into your big news. Obviously, uh, shuffling off to Buffalo, the closest city uh, in uh, closest NFL team to where Ryan are from in Canada. But the Bills and their mafia. First, they got they get the loan for the stadium, which looks like all the money is going through, so they should be able to get the cash to be able to fin- fix up Orchard Park.
1: No, uh, no, they're building a new one. Build it,
0: sorry, they build the one next door because I think they looked at fixing it, but now they're building. Was it eight 800- hundred? Yeah, yeah, they're
1: building a complete new one. I think they're using the most ever public public money. So like, where the SoFi in LA yeah. was completely just paid for, they just like you know tapped it with their card. Beep. Yeah. Like there's your stadium where Buffalo, it's like the whole city's gonna go into destitution just to keep the bills around.
0: Probably. it's like it's like the Packers but signing Aaron like Rodgers. The
1: bills are Like if you ask any player what they would they would like their tax money to go to, it's probably the Buffalo Bills. It's too bad but they like couldn't all do. my money to go to. What about your road? Fuck my yeah, road. No, screw I, the roads. screw to let it burn. They're
0: and gonna I'm, do um they're
1: gonna do kind of like I think a hole in the in the stadium, so they're gonna keep it kind of basically covered the stands because it's a misery party yeah and basically be roof and top so you can still have a bit of that cold weather
0: and a little bit of a city around it so a little experience which a lot of the a lot of the stadiums are doing um you know it's It's uh, 30 years so they'll be in buffalo for 30 years so
1: nothing to worry about Excellent. it's good
0: for canadians who want to make the trip across the border no it's good for
1: also cities like buffalo who are the small market who are now they considered super bowl favorites to not just oh, hey they're good all of a sudden let's move them to san antonio or
0: something yeah no, like they probably
1: would love to do don't get yeah. me wrong every Something's- owner would probably love for them to take josh allen to a big city
0: now, uh, the, we almost, the Bears almost uh, got Ryan Bates off you guys, which was a close call. I was looking forward to that. And then uh, stinking Buffalo. They just spat.
1: keep doing some, I don't know what they're doing with their salary cap, but they keep signing, like every week they're signing another guy. So it's, it's either the bill's going to come in a couple of weeks, no pun intended, yeah. um, and, or a couple a of couple years down the line. But if they get that Super Bowl this year, who cares?
0: Um, well, there was that funny thing online, uh, obviously the Digs, uh, the Diggs brothers said how they'd love to play with each other, and Josh Allen quickly said, uh, no. Yeah, um, yeah. well, so- it's gonna be a problem. like the whole thing with receiver is that are we have we seen the end
1: of the um, receiver quarterback that play together for like
0: ten years? That feels like it's gone. Like yeah, you know, the Jerry yeah. Rice Montana legacy. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, like the guys who like Michael Irvin who stayed mm-hmm. with Dallas, Andre Reed with Buffalo. I just can't imagine it's going to be a thing. Like, especially with like that insane contract that Sean Watson got. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it just feels like you're now going to be renting. You're just constantly going to be drafting receivers. Like the first round is going to be like twenty receivers eventually because they're too much. They're too expensive now. And the the thing is, there's so many good ones that just come up in the draft in the second and third and fourth rounds that make a difference. So it's, uh, it's, it's a sad day, but I think you're now just renting. um, You get a good quarter receiver for a couple of years and then you got drafted to replace because you're not going to be able to afford them.
0: Yeah, no, it's very difficult to hold on to these kind of things and things just sort of, you know, as you say, there's the loyalty doesn't really go because ego, you know particularly jumps in when it's like well I want to be the highest paid I want this I want you know there is that esteem that goes with it and prestige so I'm um, very difficult to sort of get that and and to keep people you know cuz you got guys you know like I say a Justin Jefferson who you know who's not going to stay a, a, around with him but you know a lot of teams would be you know love to have him a lot of great receivers that are around but you I, can't have like
1: 45 million and then 30 million on two players when the no, cap exactly. Well, like, we're talking i mean because well, that's starting, right it's almost like drafting has now become so much more important even though even or training for expiring contracts just guys you just kind of just re- we're going to see i think real high turnover in the next year
0: uh um, well, yeah in the next few
1: it, years, it's going to be, gonna be able to deliver more, too. like we're going to see much more two-year contracts two years here three years here it's going to be no more the only ones that are going to get the big long term of the quarterbacks
0: well i mean so we talked about that Jarv- Jarvis Landry uh, from the Browns. Now he wants twenty million a year. You're looking at Allen Robinson got fifteen and a half, and Russell Gage got eighteen. He's not getting. He'll be lucky to get ten.
1: Jarvis Landry yeah. He hasn't, even though he's been good. He's never been that game breaker. He's your slot receiver who basically averaged like six yards of reception most of the time. Like he never breaks it down. He's coming old. He's getting old. Coming off an injury, I think he's seeing guys like Zay Jones. And Valdez scambling, making thirty million contracts. Mm. It's like why can't I? And yeah, if, if that's his argument, fair enough. Sure, he's better than both of those guys. But I think the injuries, are getting old, and now there's talk like he wants to go back to Cleveland. He's like now that improving, just yeah, more about just Baker's just fall from grace. From it's just been it's almost like everyone's looking at him like he just slapped somebody, Baker. Yeah, and we don't want this guy on the team
0: but he slapped he slapped everyone with his performance is is pretty much what that was it's but just, it,
1: it's he, no one's had a worse in. regardless of the patriots have had that one but bakers had absolutely the worst
0: well we talk about the patriots because it's interesting i was reading an article about that that in the Patriots' strategy last year they splooged a lot of money right off the get-go and a lot of players doubling up on who uh hunter henry and all these guys this year quiet um well and, been, the reasoning being that, that, that a lot of people are saying that they're just gonna wait to see who's left and grab some veterans this time.
1: Well, yeah, that is a classic Belichick move. He's also done a weird thing where he's like they announced he's not really gonna have offensive or defensive coordinators. Hmm. So like it, it almost feels like after that playoff game against Buffalo, Belichick's gone going on tilt now. He's he's just like president. I don't even need coaches. I don't need just, I don't need my generals no more. Gonna, uh, yeah, teams. like He's like Putin where he's just going to be having a conversation on one end of the table with all his coaches on the other end. Uh, I don't understand what their their strategy is, especially now that Miami has leapfrogged them in the division. Like how, like unless Mac Jones takes such a huge improvement, they got to get him a weapon. Like his, those, again, the thing with Belichick as great as a coach he is, he is not the best GM. He makes a lot of, bad signings, he made like, those tight end signings, as expensive as they were, but just, yeah. in a league where you need speed and spread it out, he tried to go backwards, and it failed miserably.
0: Well, and the problem, it, yeah, the problem, I good. guess, with Mac Jones is too, when we talk about speedsters, this is a guy who couldn't, you know, we look at the long passes, he wasn't thrown over 10 yards, most of his passes were under 5 yards. Well, so. he had
1: terrible receivers. in his But defense. he had
0: terrible receivers, but look, he still had some speed, they still had quite a few guys, the fact is that Bill Belichick chose a Style of play that was safe. It was don't make mistakes, safe play, dink and dunk five yards, dink and dunk five yards, get the first down
1: for twenty years for him But it did work for
0: them. But why? Why would you? Why would you want to get an expensive wide receiver who's a speedster if you know you're never going to use him? You know, if you know that. Well, I think that's why they need.
1: They need a speed guy because they gotta get Mac Jones being more of a dynamic thrower down the field. Like he was good at that. Like he's super accurate. You know, he, so I and again he had a great year. Like as much as people I think, you know, that beating he took in the last the falling apart in the last couple of games. Forget the guy's still a rookie, still had a really solid rookie year, brought his team to the playoffs. So you gotta give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Give him a couple of weapons, give him another year. Let's see how he does. I don't
0: think he's
1: at the point where you're ready to give up on him. Like it's, no, crazy. it's crazy. No, I
0: don't think I don't think he's ready to give up on him, but I think it's I don't think you'd want to put a speedy wide receiver with him when you know that you're, you're looking at, he's not a Patrick Mahomes, you, you, you're not worried about him, you know, dipping back and then chucking it 40 yards and hitting Tyree Hill deep, he just doesn't have that style of play. So I, I would think that you'd want to put players and a team around him, which are more of a short game, you know, more of an accuracy game, um, you know, sort of Joe Montana asked Tom Brady, that you're not going to make yeah. some big crazy calls. Um, you know, we talk about some other interesting quarterbacks. Carolina, well, we'll get into So Carolina has basically said Sam Darnell is pretty much their best guy going next year. Um, oh, man. That
1: role has just put himself in a corner. Like, I think he had this vision of Deshaun Watson. And his whole thing yeah. is, he's again, it's, and we're seeing it a lot. The college coaches coming in are not being successful. There's been very few that have come in. Really like you need the ones that work on a staff, of, like, work behind, like like Mike McDaniel coming from mm-hmm. Miami, coming to Miami, sat behind Shanahan. He feels like he's right, but you get some of these coaches just come up. It just feels like it falls flat all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean the Carolina situation when you've got you know you've got this whole expensive Christian McCaffrey contract taking a shot on Cam last year. By the way, Cam has let everyone know he's still a free agent, and if anyone wants him, um, and it just seems like you had a defense they were still winning you know they had some good team elements um but it just seems that the front office is just really ruining everything yeah because
1: they don't want baker like i'd rather baker than sam darnold probably like again i think sam darnold yeah. you see you've seen more success at Baker. bakers won a playoff game he was rookie of the year you know he's had some great games beat pittsburgh like it, it's insane to say no we're going to go with darnold but again There must just be something about people are just like, I don't want the drama
0: of Baker. It just feels like. Better the devil you know, I guess. You know, you start looking at, you know, one of the guys we have, you know, another one, Davis Mills, who was a rookie uh, of the Texans last year. Brandon Cooks, who basically, you know, was the guy, you know, they're talking him. Where could he go? Because, you know, if you look at Brandon Cooks, he is still awesome. Why would he go?
1: Why would they trade him? He's literally their only weapon. <laughs>
0: well, that's it. That's the other thing. But I think... They can trade
1: him at the deadline. I could see that this year. I trade think there's a like lot him. of
0: teams that would be interested in having him. Uh, obviously, the, his skill set. But, you know, uh, it's, again, the Texans rebuilding and they did all right for a rebuild. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is also available. Um, he wants everyone to know that. Um, while everyone's talking to Sean Watson... He should go to
1: Seattle, like Colin Kaepernick. I think he does have a thing there with... with um, He's,
0: he's hold on, 30, thirty-four-year-old Colin Kaepernick yeah, who hasn't paid in eight years. Yeah, like listen, that's what I mean. You give him a tryout. Oh,
1: that's what I mean. Like, I'm sure I get it. He's older now, hasn't played. It's just constantly. It's the mystique play. of him all he's, now. Like, no, he's, he's
0: just, 34, man. He's and he hasn't top.
1: played. Yeah, I know, but Matt Stafford's 34. Um, but it's but like Matt Stafford plays every. No, year. I understand that. I understand. Yeah. What I'm saying is like he's just. It's just. It, it brings in this culture war bullshit that comes into you, no matter what. It comes into your locker room. You got terrible reporters who are going to try to flame this. I mean, it's just if you're a head coach, you're like, I don't want that. If I'm yeah, a head coach with my, my job on the line, I don't want that. And it has, it's, it's unfortunate for Colin Kaepernick, but it's just he does deserve a chance. But I would like to get a chance, and just everyone just let him play football,
0: and let's not worry about politics. <laughs> but uh, now, well, yeah, it's the politics at all. Now, they, oh, we talk about politics because the NFL has announced uh, an addendum to the Rooney Rule, which is basically that uh, every team, every th- of the 32 teams, has to have a minority offensive coach on it. John Gruden's out there going, offensive? I-? No, but they're like, no, minority offensive. <laughs> He's like, I got some offensive things to... Um, I, I got some jokes. I yeah, hey, you guys, we got any, uh, anyone from... Uh, 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 so, you know, that's the problem, I, I mean... Look, that's good, uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see how this plays out. Sure, you have to have. We well, you
1: you know, should anyway, shouldn't we? Well, you you should think, anyway? You would think if you're a coach, your whole offensive staff wouldn't be white. That would just be. Super well, I think weird. I
0: think they're saying historically and in, in statistically wise that there are more uh, black uh, coaches on def- on defense yeah. and offense, so they wanted to actually balance this out a bit. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's a fair point. So I mean, you know, I just. You look, race in America is two Canadians talking about it. We don't, yeah, we're not gonna no, gonna dive we don't know we're not what the solution is. In. Yeah, we don't have anything. Um, but it is, it's frustrating and hopefully they get, they, they can get it settled. I mean, Brian Flores lawsuit, which, uh, you know, I'm a, I was a huge Flores fan, still am. Um, he is now going to be joined by two other black coaches and two other teams, it looks like. So this could expand into a class action. If this goes and we got three teams, three coaches and racism, Man, this could be this could be a real punch in the nuts for for some of these teams. Um, I know. I'm
1: sure it won't hurt the NFL's bottom line, so I'm sure they're not worried too much about it. The only one that could really hurt is also uh, Ross from Miami. Yeah, he all this money, and then he might lose his team.
0: <laughs> well, we'll have to we'll have to see about that. Uh, yeah, what he's going to do. Um, Denver has got some problems. Uh, you know, you legalize marijuana, and what's going to happen? The stadium burns down, or they burnt it down for insurance reasons, because uh, it was all the private boxes. That-
1: or Russ was cooking.
0: Russ was cooking. Yeah, we like he uh, was cooking meth, and they're like, yeah. uh, "You can't <laughs> cook that here, Russ. Uh, this isn't breaking bad." Uh, but uh, yeah, fourteen suites, hundreds, a couple hundred seats, and structural damage to the actual stadium itself. Ooh, so, that sounds, um, that sounds like an insurance scam. Oh man,
1: Alpist is the person, the super rich guy who owns that particular one. How many went down? How many of the suites, but. Fourteen of the, of the suites,
0: a couple hundred seats.
1: Um, oh wow, okay. That's quite big then.
0: There's a lot of people then. If it was just like one suite, you'd be like, somebody, yeah. somebody's fucking with me. Somebody's screwing, but there's no a whole bunch of them. So yeah, but I'm sure they'll be ready uh for it. And and before we end it, uh a little a little history for you, Ryan. Forty years ago, Michael Jordan uh, won the NCAA tournament. Wow. Uh, Forty years ago, uh is uh, UNC. Yeah. And it'll be
1: the first time ever he- North Carolina and Duke play yeah. each other in the Final Four, which is really weird. You yeah. They've each other a million times.
0: You would think so as well, but a little history. They showed, you know, I, I was watching because it was like, did you know it was 40 years ago? And Obviously, I was a baby. But I looked at some of the, I was watching some of the footage, and you're just like, man, he was just so damn good. Like, just so good. Uh, it's nice when you have talent, athletic talent like that that just stands out above its head. Um, well, that's it for this episode, everyone. Uh, NFL London, Wade and Ryan. Uh, more exciting news when we have it for you. We'll find out all the news, and uh, we'll have uh, more about events that we're going to do and some new betting stuff that we'll have on for this. Uh, for this, folks. Thanks a lot for listening, uh, and and stay safe. <laughs>